0: look out it's the sparrow pictures
1: snippet I pulled out the Maccabees uh, this morning and was kind of like going through it I pulled out uh, Josephus mm-hmm. uh and so right. what you're saying is from what I understand is that it was after the uh, the Tanakh was closed that right. this happened so this happened after in 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 between kind of after Malachi was written is that
0: Right, so the, yeah, the historically speaking, it takes place at a later time. the The fact that it's included in in Jewish observance uh, is is sort of novel in that sense because all of the other the biblical feasts are are all mentioned uh, in the, the the Torah itself in the in the first five books. Yeah, uh, and then then there's the book of Esther, uh, which is a holiday we celebrate in the, in the springtime called yeah. Purim yeah and and that was that was again towards the very end of the the biblical period so that was the book of esthers inc- incorporated in the tanakh uh, but the book of maccabees was not was not from that same era not 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 too far after the purim incident but um but but later nonetheless so the the status of hanukkah is is somewhat different than a lot of the other jewish holidays which are biblically mandated yeah. um, biblically mandated in the sense that throughout the five books of moses god, god says very specifically okay keep the passover you know keep yeah. the uh, keep, you know it t- gives us direct commandments to to keep those whereas whereas this is something that came about at a later time very significant still but not not N- not in the same category as the others, yeah, gotcha, so how
1: does the how does the story go? because th- I think those are some of the stuff we were talking about that's relevant to what's happening right now with the tyrannical stuff that's taking place in our globe at the moment mm-hmm. and um and some of the stuff that was happening in our history in the
0: globe, yeah, sure so let, let's let's kind of like step in a time machine. For a little while, and kind of think about the the vibes and the worldviews that were going on at the time. So, the one of the main guiding worldviews uh, in Israel at the time of the Hanukkah story. So, we're talking about one hundred and sixty or so years before the Common Era, and you have the the Jewish worldview, which was monotheistic. Yep. And you had the Greek worldview, which was not only pagan, yeah. but the focus of the time. Was on materialism. The Greeks were known for two things: their rationalism and their materialism. And, if, and the truth is, if you're a rationalist and believe that everything has to be interpreted only rationally, and that the intellect is the, is supreme over everything, then it's going to lead you to be a naturalist, a, a, a materialist, because that the material world is the end all and be all yeah. of everything. So the Greeks were very much into materialism. Uh, with the they were the beauty of the human body, the beauty of uh, of art and of architecture and there, there's there are a lot of good things that were contributed from from that ideology don't let's let's uh don't get me wrong That there's there's a lot of good that came from their pursuit in in these areas however the the thing that was lacking from it from from a purely materialistic point of view there's there's no real uh, spirituality in the world, obviously mm-hmm. you're cutting off a good chunk of existence of what reality really is. And so even though the Greeks had their gods, their pagan gods, their gods themselves were just extensions and projections of sometimes the most base human drives right. and, and you, you find them warring with each other over petty things. and It's a very it's a very Interesting and different way of understanding gods. Yeah. So when, even though they had gods, it wasn't it wasn't a, a a spirituality as we know it today, or as we when we think of spirituality being beyond those those things, the natural world. Right. Uh, they, it, they were, that's that's not what. So these were the two domineering forces at the time. The the and the the Jews of the time were under this were under Syrian Greek rule, mm-hmm. and the evil king Antiochus. Say that's that's another Hebrew word that we can <laughs> that you can learn today. Antiochus.
1: Antiochus.
0: Uh, Antiochus. Right. So he made some decrees against the Jews that they were not allowed to participate in anything that had to do with God. Okay. So the, the story. The story of Hanukkah is unique in the sense that oftentimes. When groups or governments come against the Jewish people, usually it's this they're seeking to to eliminate the Jews themselves, mm-hmm. right? The, so, in the story of Purim, for example, in the book of yeah. Esther, they wanted to, they didn't care if you were religious, not religious, uh, man, woman, child, whatever you, whoever you were, whatever you, as long as you had the name Jew on you, yeah, they wanted to eliminate you, wanted, they wanted to kill you, similar yeah. to. Other the the uh, the Holocaust, for example, would be a modern day uh, expression of that, where they didn't yeah. care if you were religious, not religious, what your back, you're a Jew.
1: Yeah.
0: That's it. Hanukkah was was interesting because the attack was on God and the attack mm. was on Torah. They didn't mind the Jews living and living among them and having their mm. own culture and having their own traditions, but leave God out, out of, of the picture. Okay. So if you're doing things for cultural reasons, we can accept that. Right. But if you're going to do something like circumcise your children on the eighth day, because that's what God commanded you in the Bible, and, and rationally there's no, not necessarily something that, uh, that makes sense, then that is something that's forbidden. Hmm. So the study of Torah, because the Torah is the Word of God, and things like circumcision or other super rational commandments were forbidden to be studied. Oh. And so a lot, of, a lot of the Jewish community, unfortunately, at the time, many of them had sort of fallen into this rationalism, Hellenism, yeah. cultural expressions. This was something that, unfortunately, many people had fallen into at the time. Yeah. Um, and so the story continues, where this group—they're they, called the Maccabees. Maccabees literally means hammer, but was really an acronym for uh, a, a, a verse from the Psalms, right? Who is like you, who is like you, O God? Be Who is like you? And so the, the battle that they were fighting—and this was a small ragtag army going up against the mighty Greek forces. Yeah, it reminds—it actually reminds me a lot of the American Revolution, where it wasn't—it wasn't that everyone in America wanted to wanted to uh, rebel against England and to go to war with them. It was just this small ragtag group—the Sons of Liberty, the Minutemen, the people that were most people were loyalists and and, wanted, and really weren't all that interested in a revolution. Um, it was it was the the small group. That defeated the hand, the, the very strong hand, both in the times of the Maccabees and in the times of the American Revolution. It's mm-hmm. always the small group that has the devotion and has the commitment to, to 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 hold strong. It doesn't mean we need to start any wars with anybody, but right. the, the celebration of Hanukkah is the celebration, or, or part of the miracle of Hanukkah, I should say, is the celebration of the many being delivered into the hands of the few, meaning the large Greek army being delivered into the hands of the this small contingent of zealous Jews at the time who were fighting for their faith.
1: Alright, well I'm here with my friend Mike, uh, we, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Mike and I worked on a movie together, yes, a absolutely Selection awesome. Code yeah. and uh, if you want to see that you can actually scroll down on our Rumble oh, channel, oh, but oh, also man. Mike is helping to that support that one our new show at spiro pictures and uh you're probably watching the show right now but one of the things that we tell people all the time is that we know mike we love mike we support mike he's fighting for us he's fighting for you and uh you know you also get a really great set of sheets and towels you right, know, right when you support him, right so and we love uh the, the towels when i yeah, first used awesome, the man. towels i was like okay a towel's a towel all right. but then all of a sudden i got out of the shower i started toweling off and i'm like Oh my gosh, like Uh, these things actually work. I didn't realize that I wasn't getting dry before. Well, that was a problem solution thing too. I got tired of towels. You feel them in the store, they feel all lotion-y. And and you get them home, they don't dry you. That's what towels were supposed to be made for. And I did my due diligence and I found out why. It was stuff that happened in 2006 that changed our country forever with importing towels and they added stuff to them to make them feel good. Took that out of it and um, found technology that... uh, um, proprietary technology can have they actually feel soft and they work. Wow. What a concept. I know, I know. <laughs> so so Mike is fighting for uh, election integrity the fact that you can actually feel dry when you get out of the shower. Uh, you know, you could be comfortable uh, walking around your house in your slippers. All of the stuff at MyPillow you can find at SpiroPillow.com. Or if you go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code Spiro and get all sorts of discounts on all of his products. Thanks, Mike, for yep, everything you doing. Thanks. Good job.
0: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.